Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Last time, our investigators delved into Arnold's home, finding a horrific basement and a grimoire. Heading to the docks, they find the bodies of their three fallen allies, Barry, Big Dave and Little Dave. Cicero decides to read the two grimoires, but to his detriment. Suffering a bout of madness, only the intervention of Marcus brings him round. Now shaken, our investigators look to continue their hunt for Monroe. Um, so last week, you guys went back to Sesame Street uh, to check out what was there from the night before you investigated number eight where you found florence in the cellar and that had basically been turned over by the whopping constabulary uh, the bloodstains were still in the front room so you could sort of figure out where bits and pieces were you could see the footsteps of the people that had followed you out out the back and chased you you also found a book in the cellar as well as a fancy silver pen and leather-bound notebook that was full of sketches uh, in Florence's room. You then made the horrible decision of deciding to go and, and investigate um, old man Arnold's house and ultimately witnessed the horrors of his shit-stained drawers and the feces covered basement uh where you also found another book uh that you guys pocketed um before escaping and your adventure finally ended when you made your way to uh the site of the disturbance the night before which happened to be the warehouse and docks where you last saw big boy barry big dave and little dave and it turns out that actually they didn't make it. Those gunshots you heard the night before um, were basically them getting executed. And you found their bodies, but uh, Barry's body wasn't intact entirely, was missing his heart. And then just to round things off, Cicero decided he was going to read the, the grimoires and had a complete and utter mental break, um, resulting in him getting splashed in the face with dirty Thames water, and now possibly contracting cholera or some sort of other unpleasant disease. I mean, it was better than punching in the face. Uh, it, it is questionable. A punch in the face is, is something that's only going to last for a little while, but considering the time that we're in, you know, Cicero could literally probably just shit himself to death at this point. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. He did not consider that. That's Thank you. Right. should have let me punch him. Sorry, yeah. so. Right, it's next nice time you guys have got him. my back. I don't expect any argument. Yeah, I, next time, I think this one's still punching. Yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah. punches this one next time. That makes more sense. <laughs> maybe maybe you can punch the cholera out of him. Hmm. It might it might work. It's probably not gonna work though, is it? It's like a Goku solution. Yeah. I'm gonna punch That's the hot really out of myself. How did you beat him? I punched him. So we're gonna start off. You four are standing in the office of this warehouse on the first floor. Uh, Cicero is now making himself comfortable again, dusting himself down, 
to standing up using the table to, to support his weight after his uh, mini mental break. Uh, he's also a little bit damp from the uh, from the river water that Marcus uh, splashed in his face. Wilfred, you know where you need to go. You, you've managed to piece together the, the bits of the puzzle from the sketch of Balthazar via, from the coffee shop window and from other bits of pieces of information. You know roughly where this, where this group of warehouses that you probably need to check out and possibly where that pier was as well. And considering what you've just seen with these grimoires, you're going you're gonna to sort of collect them up, wrap them up in whatever you can, maybe throw them into a bag that's in the, that's in the office. And uh, from there, make your way out and uh, and head off to this uh, this this warehouse that you feel like you need to check out. The four of you march with purpose down down the road, uh, following the river. And as you go past, you can see. Uh, okay, it's only early afternoon, but you can already see that you've got a few prostitutes hanging around. There's lots of dock workers and other bits and people. It's, it's a quite a busy area, to be fair. And uh, as you're walking, um, Wilfred, you're looking out for those for, for, for those little landmarks that you remembered seeing from that coffee shop. Yep. Seeing if you can spot anything that uh, that looks familiar to you. Uh-huh. Maybe you walk for another, another 150 yards or something. And... Uh, a gentleman who's sort of like leaning up against a lamppost sort of notices you. And at your corner of your eye, you see him sort of like step out into the pavement and he greets you. He's like, uh, hi there, fellas. Uh, you're looking a little bit lost. You're looking for anything in particular? Maybe something I can help you with? And he sort of like takes his hand out his pocket. He's probably looking for a bit of cash, really, for a bit of information. And he sort of looks at you guys um, with uh, like a little glint in his eye. He doesn't look dodgy, but he's clearly like, you know, He's looking like, oh, maybe I can get get a quick penny out of this lot. Mm. So you can't really just like show him pictures and stuff and say, hey, where's this? Don't really want to give him any money because, you know, got to earn it. I suppose you could describe yeah, you what you're looking describe. for. I want to describe uh, Balthazar. Okay. Right, we're looking for this chap. So yay high, kind of good beard, but nowhere near as good as this one, pointing at Marcus. <laughs> Balthazar doesn't have a beard. Have you got the tash? No. <laughs> Is he uh, clean shaven? Yeah, Balthazar's clean shaven oh, with like that? with like uh, sideburns and is built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. I, I describe that. Describe that. And yeah, we're looking for this man. He, we've we think he's around here somewhere, or we've yeah. he's been seen around here before. Sort of keeping most details to myself for now, because you know who this guy is. Fair enough. Fair enough. The uh, the chap sort of like looks at you and he's all like. Stops like scro- scratching the stubble on his chin and playing with his flat cap, and he's like, "Well, I'd like to help you guys, but oh, my memory's a little bit fuzzy. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe you can help uh, help loosen it for me a bit, maybe." And he sort of, uh, he sort of, like, a... see him sort of like waving his hand about a little bit, sort of like expecting maybe like a coin or something to come his way. Just Gee, to be clear, this is it's a, it's a busy it's a busy day, right? There's more people around. Oh yeah, yeah, there's more people around, but this guy's just approached it, you because he can see it, that you're. you're yeah, looking I'm, not, I'm looking. I'm not looking for. Is there an alley or anything? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, there's 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 some warehouses because you're like you know the, okay, the front okay. of the street. Could I push in between the two warehouses where nobody can see him? Well, hold on, we, we don't need to rough this guy up. Yeah, we do. Ugh. 
Oh my god. You gotta remember Crash. You don't even know if this guy knows anything. He's just coming in like, hey, maybe I can help you. Like he hasn't even like let slip that he knows anything. He's literally said, I don't know. So what are we gonna do? Take him into an alley, beat him up, and he goes, I actually don't know anything. You've you've beaten me up. Yeah, like, we're, we're not gonna beat him yeah. up, we're just gonna yeah. threaten to yeah. beat him. As I said, Crash is not in 100% with it anymore. <laughs> He's fucking scared. Man, how how the Crimson Gibbons I thought fall? you were only scared of mummies. <laughs> and I'm scared of books. You can't decide how it's going to manifest itself. I'm just going to put the crest as getting crazier and crazier. Actually, is there like any kind of role, like, like a sort of D&D equivalent of insight, to see if I can... There'll be um, the... Uh... It would be psychology. psychology but you, you, you could, you, I mean, if you wanted to, you could try and intimidate this guy. I just want to oh. try and see if, like, when we've given the description, like, is there anything sort of like? Yeah, because he didn't. He didn't even seem like. I think I've seen that guy. He just said, "I don't know." Which how about how about I'm going to try persuade, yeah, and and see if I can persuade yeah. him to tell us. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Okay. He's done really. He's done. He's done. He's done. Um, Cicero, you step up and you sort of look at the guy and you're like, you know, maybe maybe we can come to some sort of agreement, you know. And the guy yeah. looks at you and he sort of like looks you up and down. And he's like, maybe, maybe. So you guys want to know about uh, about this fella that you've uh, you told me about? Yes, and where we can find him. Okay, okay. Well, you know, you're, uh, you're fine, uh, elderly gentleman here. And he sort of like shuffled a bit and like, you know, sort of puffed his chest out. Well, you know, he swayed me to uh, give you guys a bit of information on the, on the, on the download. On the free, and uh, tell you what, that gent, that gent, sounds a lot like this guy that owns this, uh, this, uh, this yard not too far down the road. I think, I think the company's called A and S Co. or something, something like that. Something Shipping Company. It's only about another two hundred yards down the road, fellas. Uh, you know, go off and have a look. I will warn you though. I mean, there's no one there during the day. It's a little bit weird. They only seem to turn up sort of like late in the evening, and then they work through the night. I don't know what sort of business he's running, but uh, there you go, gents. And he sort of like he he, he tips his cap to you, and he gives uh, flip, flip he gives Cicero he gives Cicero a wink, and then uh, wanders off. Oh, no, I'm going to give him a flip a coin for the help. Oh, okay. I mean, he's actually been useful now, so oh, there you go. And he's, he turns around and catches, and he's like. Cheers, Governor. Like puts it in his pocket and just carries on walking off down the street, just whistling. What was his name? He didn't give a name. He's just a uh, random gent. That just well, I say gent, just a random, random. Uh, just gonna yell out, "Oi, what's your name?" <laughs> at that point, he turns around. He's like, "Crikey, it's a copper!" And then just runs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, I think you should go after him for justice. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I think we should follow this guy now. You just want to follow this random no, guy. No, I don't. I don't want to follow I thought he might be useful later if he was a guy who knew stuff, but he's gone. Yeah, no. He can be a sort of recurring street knowledge guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who now seems to have the hots for Cicero as well. I mean, who doesn't? He's I mean, yeah. I mean, basically Spider-Man. So, you know. Spider-Man yeah. with a shotgun. Spider-Man. <laughs> I need to go and get my shotgun before... Right, that's not like a good movie, Spider-Man with a shotgun. Probably better than Hobo with a shotgun. It's just, How can you just... say that against a cinematic classic? <laughs> I don't even know what Hobo with a shotgun is. I mean, I'm it's all in the title. It's all, it's all it's all there. It's all yeah. there. Is it just a Hobo with a shotgun? Con- congratulations, yeah. that's the plot. 
That is the movie. Well, well, no, let them be, but let's be fair. If Rutger Hauer as a hobo with a shotgun. But don't bring do? up. Yeah, so hard hobo with a shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Does he talk about tears in the rain? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's awesome. Okay. Okay. Speaking um... of hobos. <laughs> <laughs> right so you 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 four now know exactly where you need to go and you've even got got a rough idea of the name of of, of this yard you need to look out for um so you carry on as the guy said 200 yards down the road and as expected as he described you come to this yard this that's got um you know, seven foot tall planks of wood making a fence all the way around and a gate that's about the same size that's chained and padlocked and there's a sign on the side of this on the side of this this fence and it's just got this got a logo on there it's got a very ornate a s and then co written in uh small letters just next to it with a with, with uh with like an underline underneath the co then this seems to be the place and wilfred you turn around and you're like oh i can i can actually see the this cafe just off down the road another you know 250 yards down the road so this has got to be the place and you look around and you can spot some of the landmarks mm-hmm. um what would you got what, what would you four like to do i'd like to what go and of, get my shotgun what time of day is it half two three o'clock in the afternoon so if we go in now and we're in there longer than a couple of hours people might start rocking up yeah i mean the the the, the street urchin let's call him that um sort of said sort of said that people will turn up you know late yeah they sort of like turn up in the evening so you you guys have got a good you know maybe a good three hours that you could or more that you could mooch around in there and have a look i could probably get in and have a quick look around yeah i think we've got time to yeah and we we know uh, that we're not going to be you know distracted or disturbed rather so we've got right. time to look pretty well just doing like a little circle of the building see if there's another way in other than just going through the front gate which is locked yeah. anyway isn't it Okay. Um, okay, we can do that. Well, what you can see, um, just standing where you are, uh, you're sort of like standing on the corner. So I don't, I don't know north, south, west. But if I say, if I, well, yeah, if I say the river, river is north, you're standing sort of at the south, the southwest corner of this yard, and it seems quite big from where you are. Um, but running down this from this southwest corner up towards the river is a i wouldn't say narrow alleyway but it's not i mean it's wide enough for, for like marcus to get down with ease um but you you would have thought anyone 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 like bigger anyone with broader shoulders would probably have to sidestep down the alleyway <laughs> um and you can see that that run that sit that alleyway seems to run all the way down the back to the river and then maybe you can wander around the the whole outside of it if you wanted to is that is that something you guys wanted to try yeah, I think I want to sort of just take a circle, take a lap of the building, basically. Okay. Are you, are you all are you all going to go off and do that, or do you want to split off into a couple of groups? Or I'm probably I'm thinking. Oh, go on. I'll just say on my lap of the building, I'll probably be looking for any way to get in, especially if it means like going up the side of the building and getting in like an open office window or anything like that. Are you just trying Spider-Man again? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I will say this isn't a building. This is this is a wooden fence that runs around the outside of a yard, like a massive yard. And this so, is oh, locked with like a padlock, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this 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 is like this is like a an entire complex, if you like. So you got like a, a, a you know a wooden fence around possible multiple buildings with inside this this large yard that has access to to the river. Didn't we get some keys recently? Can 
Can we give... Uh, how tall is this fence? I'm assuming not very tall. It's about seven seven foot. Can we get... Yeah, like do a strength roll for Marcus or something and give me a leg up? Yeah. From from the street where everyone's yeah. walking around, they can see. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, right, right, round, round the side, round the side. Yeah, no, we don't want to be seen doing yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, in that case, you four make your way down this narrow alleyway until you feel like you're just out of out of uh, eye line of anyone from from the street. They'd have to actually properly look down the alleyway to see what you're up to. And uh, Marcus, as you turn around to give Cicero a boost. Uh, you actually see that one of the planks is loose and is sort of like swinging on a on a single screw that's that's just the, just above your head, and you think you could probably swing the plank over. And I just drop, I drop Cicero and go do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lift him all the way up and just, <laughs> just launch me off. Yeah, cheers. like mid boost. I'm like, oh, I just <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> so you notice you notice the board and you push it to the side and it's for and the planks are wide enough to allow all of you to sort of like sidestep in to this yard. No, if any, I leave Cicero hanging on the on the top of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't move, we're just holding on and we all go through um, the Cicero, are your legs like flailing? Like, hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> wait, wait, this. Are you this, just going to let go? And <laughs> are you going to sketch this one? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh. oh, boo. Boo. Uh, you you um you go to do a sketch, but your pencil breaks, and you don't have a pencil sharpener with you, unfortunately. Oh, do uh, I have any more pencils? No, you've only got one pencil with you today. What? So no more sketching. We're bound to find more pencils inside. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you that is pencils. that is the new number one priority, gentlemen. <laughs> forget, forget, forget this nonsense. Let's get pencils. We need to document this. He needs, he needs he needs to raid a uh, a Victorian IKEA or Argos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well I'm going to let go and just plop myself down the last couple of feet. Yep. <laughs> and then are you just going to then walk through the the, the 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 opening in the fence? Uh I, hold on. Hold on a second. After 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 reading those books, I'm not going first now. Someone Oh, they've already gone through. You're just the last person. They just left. No, all right. Oh, I see. I see. I see I didn't I didn't see any of that because I I was um facing a fence. I thought you could make it over the fence. You're you know, you're the you're the ninja. No, because I'd probably jump over the fence and onto a few rusty nails or something, knowing George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I better I better just go through this thing and then try not to get a splinter. <laughs> Roll for decks. <laughs> um you you four step into the yard and you step out onto what seems to be like a I wouldn't say a walkway, but it's it's about a six-foot gap between the fence and what appears to be a reasonably large warehouse, and you can see if you look to your look look to your left, so it's looking north towards the river. You can see an outhouse, and you can see some storage crates, and you can also see a pier with a couple of boats. And if you look to your right, you can sort of see the southwest corner of the fence that you've just sort of come from. So you've got like a big warehouse in front of you, and then you know. You've basically got really two directions you want to go. You can either go north or south to investigate the rest of this yard. Well, which way would you guys like to go? I want to check the riverside, the north side. 
Yeah, are we sticking yeah. together or are we going to split up? Well, we, I think we are okay to split up and have a look yeah, actually, Yeah, like, there's nobody here as far as we know. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it sounds really dodgy when we say it, but from what our guys know, it's an empty building. And from what we've seen so far, it's empty. Yeah. And we haven't got a lot of time. We've only got a couple of hours. So we want to kind of go for... Quarter uh, quarter yeah. Who's going where? You two want to go to the river? Yeah. Cresta, should we go to the other side? Yeah. Are both kind of insane? Yeah. Oh, good yeah. point. Good point. Good. What are you going to do? No, you've already done it now. I you've mean, done the grain. Yeah, go Team Central and Team Insane going in two different directions. You say Team Sensible. I broke my hand. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm still disappointed nobody let me shove that guy into an alleyway and put a gun on him and then question him. Cause yeah, it's weird that we wouldn't let you do that. We could just talk you to just, him nicely. You just wanted to hold him in the alleyway and just like pistol whip him like, tell us what you know. Tell us what you know. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. A, not even giving him a chance to talk. You're just pistol whipping the guy. Tell us what you know. Tell us what <laughs> I you know. He's saying okay. He's saying I'm trying. Tell us what you know. Uh, a group of owls is called a parliament. Oh god, and there's Cicero there with his bloodlust in his eyes just watching. Yeah. Um well, no, just right. licking his lips or something when that's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like an anime villain style, so it's like really over the top, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like licks a knife for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> when did you even get a knife? I oh, oh I have knife. knives, I have all sorts of things. I think if there ever comes a time where one of us is licking a knife in this campaign, George is going to make us roll from it to not cut our tongues in half. <laughs> I feel like that would add a bit of characteristic to, what, to Cicero in particular. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a bad thing. Take the one or two damage for it or whatever. And, <laughs> and the copious amounts of blood loss from yeah. uh... Ah, it's only a tongue. Oh, no, tongues bleed. Yeah, they, they bleed a lot. Yeah, yeah you bite yeah. your tongue, it's nasty. Mm. Yeah, because there's quite a lot of uh, large blood vessels and veins in it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I do believe it's the largest muscle in the human body. Yeah. Moving no. on, who... Where, I want... Um, I'm just going to pick two people. Marcus and Krasta, can you both just do a strength roll to decide who goes first with this? Which direction you go? Who who, who are... Who are you taking a fight? <laughs> you want to fight each other to see who goes first? Fight. I'll let them go. That's fine. They can. They can go. Surely, like a persuasion roll or something will be a little bit more appropriate. But okay, yeah. Or is it just going to be roll no, a no, 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 because I'm better at strength than persuasion. I'm not making you guys fight. I just want. I just want to. I just want to roll to see who. who I mean, like he, oh he can go. It's fine. <laughs> you want to roll a d100 and then highest number go. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys have just descended this into madness already. You slip over and there's poo everywhere. <laughs> Um, Stop with the poo accession, man. Stop it. It's not healthy. Speaking of which, you still have those pantaloons. No, they not weren't remembered, didn't they? Oh, yeah. 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 Crap, Who's man. to say that I didn't have a second pair? No, 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 no yeah. there's no second pair. God. No, no, he doesn't have a, do a, do a, do a, do a shit covered pair. Oh, yep. Hey, I've got several pairs. Oh, you, bro, you reach into your inside pocket and you pull out another clean pair of pantaloons. And <laughs> you you same as you did when you went into Arnold's house, you'd like tie the legs of them around the back of your head so like, the flap of it's hanging over your face because you think it makes you look all stealthy. That's so upsetting. So upsetting. <laughs> oh, 
dear. And Kratz, you, you, you know, an amazing distraction this man is because Kratz can do oh. anything while standing to this guy, and people are only going to remember him. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually glad I've got with Wolford now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Cicero, fine. Cicero, you turn to Kratz and you're like, come on, let's go. And then you guys sort of like run off towards the southwest corner of the uh, of the yard. I really want to meet Flo again, and you can just sort of very awkwardly take them off and go, I believe these are yours, madam. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes. 100%. George is rapidly writing the story to make that happen now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're throwing me off my, off my pace now. Um, Man wearing pantaloons on his face will do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with, let's actually go with uh, Marcus and Wilfred because I can't deal with Cicero and his crazy shit at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think we feel. That's fair. Yeah. You two head off towards the uh, northwest corner of the yard and sort of like as you walk out and you, I'm going to say you walk out into daylight because the warehouse that's on your right is sort of shading the area you've just come into. You can see there's an outhouse in front of you. And as you turn to your east, uh, looking out across the yard, you can see there's lots of storage containers and wooden boxes uh, laying around with a, a warehouse that sits uh, side, not sideways on, yeah, sideways onto you. So like the, the narrower edge facing you and written in on a sign in large text, it has goods out. And you can see that there's like a little jetty that uh, just goes off into the a, a wide jetty but it's not it's, it's quite narrow mm. that goes off into the into the river and you can probably guess that from from that they must take stuff out to a boat that's moored there and then that sort of goes off and takes it off up the thames or you know out out to sea from there when you when you look as you look at that if you were to look to your south you can see that the warehouse that's that's there uh, that you just sort of like walked around has a sign on it that says goods in on it. Um, what would you like, like to do? These storage containers, any of them, are they all locked up or? Mm -hmm. They're all nailed shut and on each of the containers is branded the ASCO logo. Okay. Uh, so is there an obvious way into the warehouse? Like an actual um, open? Yeah, if it's good, it's usually like a door for, you know, stuff and such. Yep, you can see an obvious entrance for the goods in warehouse. There's just a double doors that don't seem to be locked. You could probably push those open. Okay. Um, you can't see an entrance for the goods out warehouse, but uh, um, I mean, you could, you, you guys could have a look around, see if there's anything, any way to get in on on that. Which one would you like to go for first? I kind of just want to push the doors open. Yeah, they're probably connected, so let's go for the goods yeah. in first. You want to go to go to Goods Inn. Okay, yeah, so you you step up to the double doors and you push them open. And what lays before you is actually an empty warehouse. Um, there's an office sort of uh, sort of towards the... Uh, an office, the, you say? Would yeah, there be office. perhaps a pencil pot on the desk? Yeah, Mark has been over to Wolf and goes, oh, I better look out for one of the pencils, eh? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, it, it's, got, it's, got, it's got Goods Inn office on over the door. Um, but there's nothing else in there. So it looks as though they haven't had any deliveries come in, or if they have, they've left them outside for now. So you want to go explore the office for pencils? Yes. Well, for paperwork, but also maybe pencils. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell Marcus I'm doing it to have a look for any incriminating paperwork, but I'm just looking for like, pencil, 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 pencil. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, 
you walk through the uh, the warehouse, looking around, and can you both do a spot hidden for me? Ugh. Oh, hey, success! Wilfred, you look around and you just see like a dusty floor and the office, and you're solely thinking about pencils at the moment. You need to restock your stationery <laughs> because you know what it's my career. I need to. I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, this is how you. This is your bread and butter. You know, pencil. throw your hand twice, not a problem. Lose your pencil. Oh my god, it's over. Yeah. I've got another hand. I've got another pencil. Exactly. <laughs> Marcus, you're paying a bit more attention to what's going on around you. And you see just behind the doors you've just come in. So this is in the the northeast corner of this of this warehouse. You can see that there's like a hatch. So mm. boom. it you know, walking along the floor, it sounds more like um, like a solid floor, like just an earth floor, but there's definitely a hatch over in that far corner. All right. And as you notice that, uh, Wilfred, you stroll up to the office, try the mm. door, it's completely open, and you wander into the office. Marcus, what would you like to do? Um, I'll take note of the hatch, um, but if Wilfred's going to wander off behind me, I'll go and quickly just check on him and then take him with me to the hatch. I know he's after these pencils and then some paperwork, so we'll have a quick look. Um, you walk in and you find uh, Wilfred like rifling through the drawers, just grabbing all the pencils. I have he's pencils! Just, he's just like, he's, he's probably got about 10 pencils and they're all currently now stuffed in his pockets. Yes. Um, and he has a happy expression on his face. Uh, so yeah, Marcus like, opens the door, looks at and goes, all right, all done. Is there any kind of paperwork, any kind of invoices, anything like that? Um, there's a few bits and pieces laying around. None of it seems to um, really... Who's been signing off for this stuff? Like, if it's been coming into a good warehouse, somebody could be signing for it. Yeah, and also, is there anything saying which companies they're getting the stuff? Because this is a good zin. So, what are? Is there anything that says what, yeah, what they're getting they in, in? What they have been getting in. Okay. Um. So you have a look on some of the paperwork. The top, the, the top sheet, for instance, mentions wooden crates. So clearly, they're buying in crates to ship stuff back out in, which you know, maybe a little bit strange. Wait, they're you buying think... crates into a warehouse? Buying yep. empty crates. Yep. To then ship to things then ship out in. Out. This is the assumption that you're making off of off of uh, this information. Right. And you know, there's like, you know, bits and bobs like uh like uh they there's there's a there's a there's a uh, invoice there for some tobacco and other bits and pieces, like general household goods that wouldn't that wouldn't really stand out too much, but definitely the one about them buying in buying in these um these these boxes of different shapes and sizes. It's a little bit strange. Okay. Hmm. But other than that, there's not really much else in the office. Cool. All right. Wilfred, I've spotted a little uh, side hatch. If we're all done, then let's go check it out. Sounds like a plan. So it's a little side hatch. Well, it's like a, it's a, what's the word? It's hatching the door, right? A hatch on the floor, sorry. I don't wish to be insensitive. Um, and I sort of like, I'm going to look you up and down. Like, are you going to be able to fit in a hatch? What are you trying to say? Oh, you're a man of uh, reasonable size. Aye, that's right. Three meals a day, milk. We wouldn't want you getting stuck. <laughs> Marcus has that, that that Ghibli thing where he bristles and his moustache bristles with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nothing. I'm not. I'm not calling. I'm going to sort of like pat him on the arm and say like, you know, we want these getting hurt. Yeah, right. I think we'll be fine. Let's just go and check it out. And uh, if it is to. Uh, too slim for my muscular frame. I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, perhaps you should go first. That so I'm available to pull you <laughs> out. <laughs> and uh, just rolls his eyes and goes anyway. <laughs> but and, right, uh, we'll cut back to um, 
to to Cicero and Craster, who have now made their way around the warehouse. And uh, you gentlemen can see a security hut and the main gates that lead out to the street. Directly in front of you, facing east, is a very large warehouse. Um, this one doesn't seem to have any name uh, markings on it, so there's no. Um, it's not. It's not like it's got a specific title for this warehouse, but you can see that there are some doors just on the uh, just around the side facing the street that you could probably go through if you wanted to investigate. Can I see if anybody's in the security hut? Yep. There's there's no, there's no one there. There's literally no one on on the premises. There's no one on site at all. Um. Actually, that's kind of suspicious. I want to sneak over the security hut and have a look inside. Okay. Yeah, I think we go there first. You two, like, tiptoe uh, over to the security hut, and there's no glass or anything in it. It's just basically a wooden box, and you sort of poke your heads in, like, either side. So, like, one of you's coming up one side, and the other one's coming up the other side. And you sort of, like, got your hands over the top of the wet, over the windowsill where a window should be, and you're peering in. Um, there's a stool in the security hut, a bucket that looks like it's, um, well, you can guess what the bucket's used for, and a small desk, well, not desk, a small table that's got like a like an ashtray and uh, some discarded uh, bottles of pop and uh, cigarette ends. Uh, I want to say just because of last week, I want you to define which kind of stool I'm now looking at. Um, it's, a, it's a wooden stool. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, Jesus. I didn't ask about the density of it. I asked whether it was a chair or a desk. From shit. Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? I'm gonna. At, at this point, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna offer Cresta one of the bloomers. Um. And, and, and yeah, here, here, What's that? No, I'm good. I'm trying to give them up. Okay. Well, no problem. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the security hut. It just seems like it's somewhere for someone to sit and basically smoke and drink fizzy drinks from the looks of it. Can we just uh, take the stool out and put it outside? You want to reach in and take the stool out? Of course yeah. you, you, you can do that. It, you want to do that. It's, it's open, I'm assuming, so you can get Yeah, yeah. you, you, you guys could literally just reach in through, through, the, through the, the openings where windows should be. And yeah, yeah, I'm just going to take the stool and put it around the back of the building. Okay. Just because. Okay. So Cicero, you do that, and uh, Craster, you sort of stand there watching him. Oh no, 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 no! I, I, I want to head over to the warehouse while he's doing that. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll run after him or tiptoe running after him, whatever. Yep. You two make your way around to this larger warehouse, and you sort of stand on the on the street facing side of it, and you can see there's a big AS logo on the on, on that side of the warehouse. Um, so if you were standing on the street, maybe over the other side of the road. If you didn't see the sign that's on the fence, you'd definitely see the logo that's on the building. It's a, I guess it would be two stories. There's a ground floor and a first floor. Um, you can see from the windows that, that go around the outside of the building. And the the doors, the double doors that are in front of you aren't locked, they're open. And you can swing them open if you wanted to. Just out of curiosity, what does this logo look like? Does it have any sort of relevance at all? or is it I can quickly draw it for you, but it's a very ornate A and overly ornate S with just a C O. Right. So not really any relevance then. No, it's it's it's, it's not. It, it doesn't look like any of the um, any of the weird symbols that you come across or anything. It's just it just yeah, looks that's... like a it's just like a company logo, really. Yeah, that's fine. Are you two going to make your way into this 
into this building? Hell yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. You... wait. Is there any other entrance just to, as we've looked over it? Just because, you know, it's an open big door, you know, perhaps the mites think. No, there doesn't appear to be any any open entrances. All the windows are shut. It's just the doors. There's no way There's no way you can Assassin's Creed your way in if that's what you're asking. Excuse me, I'm the Crimson Gibbon. I can Assassin's Creed my way in anywhere. <laughs> you got out gibboned <laughs> by me, though. Out gibboned? Sure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Crass is gonna he's gonna slip his hand in his pocket and get a good hold of his gun um, okay and right. oh, I'm he... gonna get my truncheon as well then is that also in your pocket that's in the blouse or oh, in the bloomer sorry bloomers in the bloomers yeah, yeah. yeah. okay <laughs> nice <gasps> kinky you you two sort of like take a door each and push them open and they swing open and before you are a couple of crates like directly in front of you as you step into this warehouse, not too far from the crates, you can see there's like a ladder that goes up to the goes up this metal walkway that runs around the top, well, runs around the first floor level, I should say, that, that, that makes the first floor level. Yeah, yeah. of this warehouse, uh, you look to your right, and there's just this sort of nondescript machinery there. It looks like it could be steam powered. You're not entirely sure what it does, and it looks as though in the far corner, there's quite a few support struts. So there must be some sort of office or an, or an actual room up on that first floor. But the, 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 the ground floor is very sparse, except for these these three crates. Uh, I Craster is definitely interested in the three crates because um, judging by his now fear of the weird and occult mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that people only work here at night, he thinks they're probably vampires. Okay. Um, do you want to go over and try the crates? Is there anything I can make a stake out of first? No. Do, do a luck roll. Okay. Jeez. Um, Ouch. You have a look around and there doesn't seem to be anything in there. There's no crowbars or bits of wood or anything that you could you could pick up to maybe um, arm yourself with other than your gun. But uh, you still you make your way over to these crates and they don't appear to be nailed down. They look as though they've, the, the nails have been like torn out, as if the lids have been like uh, levered up. Um, no, it looks like someone from the outside has, has like wedged something underneath the lid and like levered it up and like broken them off to have a look inside. And the lids have just been placed back on top of these boxes, but they haven't been nailed back down again. Craster mm. uh, is going to uh, lift the lid off one of them very quietly and have a look inside. Okay, you look inside the this this crate. It's about you know th maybe maybe three foot three foot square, two foot square, something like that. Let's say three foot square. What appears to be in there is I wouldn't necessarily call it wood shavings, but it looks like it looks like what you might imagine bedding might have looked like like a very long time ago. Like wood very shaving. basic. Yeah, but not yeah not wood shavings. I'm thinking more like um. Like, like, uh, like a hay bale or something? It, 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 yeah, a little bit like that. It looks a little bit like 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 hay or like what you what 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 you'd put in like a hamster cage now for bedding, that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So like it looks like it could be like like it's a paper or straw or hay or whatever right. that's just right. in this in this crate with, with sort of like a depression in it, as if something was 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 sat in there. What right. Shape of depression. Can I tell? If you do a spot hidden, you might be able to tell. Well, something I could try that I'm actually good at. You want to? You want to look for something? You got to look for it. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey! Whoa! Wow! 
Hard success. Nice. Smashed it. You you sort of like walk your way around the edge of the box, but keeping your eyes looking in. So you can sort of like as if you can imagine what, what the shape of whatever was in there in sort of like three dimensions. And what you come to realize is it's roughly sort of like person shaped, maybe. Like if someone was like sat uh curled up in the box but it doesn't appear to be any sort of like clothing or any debris or anything in there but just as if someone's been sat in this box perhaps let's go look over to cicero i think we should burn this place to the ground yeah definitely i agree you got <laughs> you your matches i don't know what else we were <laughs> expecting when we sent team crazy off on their own cicero can you do a constitution roll for me what what success for a second, you feel like a like a shimmer is maybe coming over a cr- over Craster, but then it sort of snaps back, and you're you're okay again. And you two continue discussing possibly burning down the entire complex. All right, hold on. Who's got the lighter? That's Marcus. Marcus, Marcus got it, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's go have a look at this office, and then shall we burn it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go look at the office first. Yeah. Light fluid up there. What's that? We might find some lighter fluid up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you two make your way up the up the ladder onto the onto the first floor walk, walkway and uh, walk around to a reasonably large office that sits in the um, southeast corner of the building on the first floor. As you walk up to it, you can see that this one the door is locked. What would you like to do? Can I persuade the door to be open? No, you can't. You can't persuade the door to be open because the door <laughs> is an inanimate object. Well, I certainly can't pick it. Apparently. Yeah. Well, luck it. Go on. Luck it. Go on. Luck Go it. Go on. You're one off from luck. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll luck it. I'll okay. Cresty, you um, you try the first time to undo the lock, and it's like oh, this isn't working. And you take out, you take out your your picks, and you sort of like taking a have have a deep breath. And then you go back in again with, with your picks and then you hear it click and you turn the handle and the door's now open. So it's maybe more of a mental block for you than, you know, something wrong with your picks or the lock not working. Oh, breaking them last time, I guess. Several of my picks are broken, so I've just had to use different ones. Not the whole set, but a couple of them are bent up. So What presents itself to you is a room that has some uh, wooden filing cabinets, uh, a large desk, overlooking the warehouse for for a large window and uh, a lot of paperwork and what looks to be a book that looks like a ledger sitting on the desk right i want to start checking the paperwork and probably looking at the book or okay asking it to look at the book either way round. okay well so, while you how they drive you mad <laughs> While you start looking through the paperwork, we're going to cut back to Marcus and Wilfred now, who have made their way over to the trapdoor that's in the floor. Wilfred and Marcus, you're looking at the uh, trapdoor that now sits in front of you that's clearly padlocked. What would you like to do? I guess, padlocked. Well, this seems like a like a, <laughs> like a Wilfred special. You want to give the old uh, smash? You love padlocks. I mean, I will say this padlock does look relatively sturdy. So whether you wanted to go look for like a hammer or something to uh, actually try and... I mean, the first thing I want to go and look for is a set of keys hanging up on the wall somewhere or something. Maybe in the office in a drawer or something. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, second to that is an alternative key, if you will. <laughs> well, I tell you what, while you're looking around, I'm going to give it a 
a smash, see if I can break it. Yeah. You're gonna use your truncheon to do that. Yeah. Well, is there anything else around here? There's like a like a if there's a warehouse, um, probably like a um a crowbar around maybe. Yeah, if you do a luck roll, just to see if there's anyone there. Anything there? Right. Yeah. Wait, did you want me to do a spot hidden or did you want me to luck it or what? I did a spot hidden. We'll 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 do a spot hidden in the in the office in a second. There's uh, no there's no crowbars. No, there's no crowbars, there's no iron bars, there's nothing obvious in this right. in this warehouse that you could I'm use to smash the lock open. Smash. Yeah. So I think Marcus like steps back, takes a run up, and just tries to boot this lock. Oh god. <laughs> he boots the lock. Wilfred, as you're walking away, you just hear like this crack as like a steel toe cap connects with metal. And then like a not like a breaking noise, but like the sound of metal just like pinging off and like hitting something and like clanging along the floor. And uh, you look back and you just see you just see Marcus standing there with sort of like an A-frame pose, just sort of like <laughs> giving you a thumbs up with like a with like a massive grin on his face. And he's managed Brilliant. to boot the lock off of the off of the trapdoor. <laughs> it's a good oh, thing my uh, my body is so large and powerful, I suppose, isn't it, Wilfred? I suppose it does have its uses. Quite. We should probably find the other lads before we head down here, though. Don't want to leave them up here for who knows what, especially not those two. No, who knows what kind of things they're getting up to. <laughs> As we walk out, it's like, I wouldn't blame trying to probably burn the place down or something. Those two are nuts. <laughs> you walk out of the out of the Goods Inn uh, warehouse, make your way around the northeast corner and again come out into sort of like an open air area where there's lots of crates and boxes again with the as logo uh, branded on the side of them uh you can't see um just to go check real quick this is the goods out section or the goods in section you're right. you just come out of goods in right and we're seeing these boxes near goods out around uh, the uh, at the back of the goods out warehouse yes right okay gotcha so uh, you can't see um, Cicero and Craster out, out in the yard anywhere. But what would you guys like to do? Would you like to have a little snoop around outside for a bit? or? Yeah, I just want to approach them boxes. Okay. Um, Wilfred, you walk up to the boxes. And again, like the, like the other ones around by the pier, uh, these have been nailed shut. They look like, like general shipping crates. Like the kind of thing you'd expect to see really at any shipping company. This time, though, as you look around, you can actually see that um, lying around the back of one of these long, these are quite long crates, by the way. They're about maybe four foot long and, and, and like two, two feet wide. Um, you can actually see a crowbar down on the floor behind, on the dusty floor behind one of the crates. What would you like to do? Oh. I'll grab the crowbar and chuck it to Marcus, saying, oh, I think I found an upgrade for your key. Yeah, Marcus catching it. Oh, yeah, this will do. I'm going to hold on to this crowbar. Does the crowbar give me any better stats, or is it just a crowbar? Uh, it's just a crowbar. It's pr- probably about the same as your truncheon, really. Um, right. But we'll, 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 we'll have a look. like a keychain of blunt objects at this point. I know. You're like... Um, I'm just imagining you're like Casey Jones. You've just got like all this stuff like <laughs> strapped to your back. Yeah. And you- and like you've actually just got a, like a hockey mask, just sort of like off to the side on your head that you just pull down. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still wearing my, um, my my copper my copper's hat, whatever they had. What do they call the copper's hat back then? I can't remember what policemen's hats are called. They're still called the same thing now. Hats. So I'm still wearing a hat, but like you know, yeah, it's just a policeman's helmet. Yeah, it's just a policeman's helmet. But yeah, so yeah, you've got you now have a crowbar. Um, would you, 
do you guys like to investigate any of these crates or yeah um if it's i guess i'm gonna quietly kind of like shout for the others though just be like Cresta, cicero as you do that you don't get any reply but you can hear people walking around on the street mm. all right then let's uh let's have a look at what these guys are up to then yeah pop it open pop on these crates open excellent you jam the um the crowbar just underneath the lid of the crate on on one of the corners and you give it a lift and you hear like the the splinter and the crack as the uh, as the nail starts to come up and it's sort of like it, you know at that point it's, it's given so you go around and you lift up each corner and then sort of like jam the crowbar down sort of down one of the ends and smash it down with your with your mighty manly hands and sort of like flip the lid off of this crate oh yes as the two of you stand looking inside this crate what you can see is a lot of uh, cheap packing material and sitting on top of the material appears to be crates of ammunition Ooh, uh, like, which is... like weapons like guns and stuff yes yes you can just make out if you were to to swipe some of the uh, some of the 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 packaging the inside packaging away that these appear to be bullets for for some form of uh, repeating rifle or bolt action rifle um, you're not too sure. You're not. You're not too up on your guns, but um, you can kind of see it's got it's got like rifle ammunition or or whatever its designation would be, like yeah. point point three oh eight written on the side. I guess we don't have a way to we haven't got any way to contact Adams either, do we? No, not at the moment. You guys are sort of uh, you're not out in the sticks, but you'd have to go out to the street yeah. and then go off and find him or whatever. Or I'll make I'll make notes that Adams is going to want to get some of the boys down and deal with this. Well, is it illegal? Back then, to have just have a crate of bullets. Nope. I mean, what? it's a shipping hmm. company, so they may just be shipping, shipping at places. You know, oh yeah, I military guess. or military use, or maybe it's going to like a a rifle club or something. You, you you don't know. I mean, at the time, you got you also got to imagine like I don't think you needed a license to own a, a firearm. Mm. No, you, I doubt you, you, I doubt you had you had like weapon shops in some parts of like you know Southwark and that. Um, that you could just go in and like, you know, oh, I want to buy a buoy knife, please, and I'll have that shotgun. And the guy would be like, yeah, okay, and do you want some shells? You know, as long as you can pay for it, it's not really a problem. As, yeah. far, as, I, as far as I know. No, that does track, that does track. I guess it wouldn't be quite as surprising to see them, but uh, so it's just ammo, there's no weapons in there. Mm-mm, just ammo in that one. All right. Given what we've already seen, and what we've already been through, should we find a weapon, Marcus? How would you feel? I know you're a law-abiding man, but what would be, would you have an objection to us perhaps relieving them of those weapons? Mm. Marcus like sets his jaw really hard. Of course, it will go back to constabulary afterwards as evidence, I suppose. So anything making its way from here to the evidence room would technically still be within the confines of Her Majesty's justice. As you say justice, you clench your fist and you feel that the um, the crowbar slowly starting to give in your hand. <laughs> no, not the crowbar. I mean, I'll, I'm holding the side of the, of the box and the box is... Oh, wow, one of my pencils. Oh, yeah, you, you just crush the side of the box. <laughs> yeah, I want the crowbar to be nice. But, uh, yeah, Her Majesty's justice. Uh, <laughs> I suppose as long as everything's accounted for, that would be a letter of an issue. Of course. I'm sort of thinking that all I'm carrying around with me is a chair leg at the moment and yeah, you like to... This is just ammo, though. We don't have any weapon before it. Oh no, no! It's only should we come across one. Well, you can pop. You can pop some more lids off the crate. Yeah, let's pop some more. Let's pop some more crates. See if we find the, anything. 
to uh, even the odds a bit. Before we do that, should we consider maybe putting this lid back to hide that we've been here? I think the giant hand hole that's now left in the side of the box is going to tell someone that someone's tampered with this. Marcus is sure. He goes, good idea, Prof, and uh, <laughs> slides back on. <laughs> yeah, so um, you two move off to another couple of crates about roughly the same size as the one you've just opened. And again, you repeat the process, lever under each corner, and then flip it once, once each, each of the corners have been loosened up. In this crate, you actually find some rifles. Uh-huh. And they look like military-issue rifles, not, um, not, the sort of, not the sort of firearm that, let's say, the Met Police would get or, or, a, or a, a police station would have. Hmm. Okay. Now, I was more hoping for something a bit more concealable. I think we'll just take what we can get for now. Yeah, you, but I'm not going to complain. Okay, tossy, tossy in the rifle. Yep. Okay. Did we uh, nail the ammo box shut? We may need to get back in there. I think you just placed the lid on top, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, let's just go and stock up a little bit. Okay. Uh, was there was there just one rifle? Uh, no, there's, there's, it's a whole box of rifles. I mean, the, the 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 box is about three and a half foot tall, so it's full of rifles with like padding in between. So. Do we take a rifle for the for the others as well? Probably better safe than sorry. The only thing is we've got to think we're kind of at street level as well. What happens if four guys with rifles walk out into the street? Well, one of us is a copper, and the other three will be handing the rifles to said copper to put into a bag so we don't get stopped by other coppers. Let's say, hypothetically, they don't all end up in the copper's hands immediately. Why wouldn't you hand me the rifle, Wilfred? We've been attacked by rat people. Would you like to be attacked by the law? I'd rather that than rat people. Fair point, I suppose. All right, look, we'll take two. Crash has got a gun. Wait, does this have a gun? Crash got a gun. Yeah, he's got a shotgun. Yeah, let's go gun. It's not with me, though, remember. No. What we'll but... do is we'll take two and plenty of ammo. That should be a bit less conspicuous. Agreed. Excellent. And we'll deal with what happens to them afterwards. Right. And with that, um, you quite easily lift the lid off the ammunition crate, take a couple of boxes, put put one in, in your pocket, uh, and give one to, to Wilfred. Uh, put the lids back on and make your way round to round, round to the warehouse that's now behind you where you where you assume that uh Craster and Cicero have gone. Hmm. We'll jump to uh Craster and Cicero inside the uh, office in that warehouse. As you are shuffling through the paperwork on the desk craster, the book that looked like a ledger when you walked in is definitely a ledger. There's no doubt about it. It looks relatively official. There, as I say, there's lots of paperwork on the, on, on the desk. There's lots of filing cabinets. What would you like to do? We want to take the ledger. You want to take, you don't, you don't want to look in the ledger or anything now. You just want to oh, take no, no, yeah, yeah, I want to quickly look at it. See if I notice anything, but I'm taking it to examine more later, just in case anything's in that. But yeah, okay, I will look at the ledger. Ledger. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, whilst he's doing that, I'll have a quick look through the paperwork. Then. Okay. In the ledger, Crest, you can see there's a lots of um, lots of uh, rows and columns, lots of numbers filled in with prices and dates. I was thinking of maybe making you do an accounting role here just because it's a little bit strange. So can you just do that for me? Not a shock, that. Oh. 
Shall I give uh, it a go as well? Mm. Is that all right? Yeah. You're, you're looking. You're looking at the filing cabinet. So unless Crash uh, tells you, okay. Uh, well, Crash is gonna look at this. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't make hide nor hair of this. Oh, pass it here, me old mucker. What's that one where the the guy turns around and goes, "I can't read." <laughs> Meet in real life. <laughs> that, that was that was. Um, that was Reed when he's looking at the uh, at that at that grimoire you handed, and he's like, mm, "Yes," and like really getting into it. And he's like, "I have no idea what this is," and just hands it back <laughs> to you. Why do you guys both have five in account? Actually, why do you have more than five in accounting? Everyone has five as the base in accounting. Unfortunately, my next character will be an accountant. Yeah, I have forty. Thank you very much. In accounting? Yes. Uh, <laughs> your journalism reason. Looking over this book, and uh, again, you can't really make anything out in there. It's very strange. Um, but you do come across a manifest uh, list that's sort of stuffed in, like folded up, possibly used as a bookmark in the um, in 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 this in this ledger. Uh, would you like to have a look at it? I think so. Yeah, being nosy at the moment, so still. Yeah. So you flip so you, you, you take the uh the page out and you unfold it and as I said it, it's actually a manifest list of a shipment that has been sent out from the looks of it from the uh from the yard. And you're having a look through the contents and can you do a spot hidden for me, both Cicero and Craster, because I imagine that both of you are sort of like eyeing up this page at the moment. Mm, let's see if he rolls. Come on, Craster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. I don't think I'd like that. You could push okay. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you you have a look at the page, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. A couple of things maybe stand out as a little bit odd. Um, you see uh, a listing for iron chains on there as well as one that's just listed as meat but uh the, the handwriting's a bit crabbed and you can't really read um what's been placed on this paper as you two are looking at it you hear um some sort of footsteps coming in from outside and you look out the window and you can see it's uh, marcus and wilfred uh, armed to the teeth with rifles, like just sort of, like looking around <laughs> the warehouse. That's what I'm talking about. I was going. I'm, I'm going to move on to looking into the filing cabinets, and I'm definitely taking the ledger. I, I know it's important to have records of their stuff, just because I'm about to burn it all to the fucking ground. Well, I'm going to wait behind the door, and as they jump out, or as as they walk past, I'm going to go. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm not going to attempt to stop that in the we'll, slightest. We'll, we'll cut back to Marcus and Wilfred, who are standing in uh, a warehouse. Directly in front of you is a is three boxes, uh, wooden crates, I should say. One of them with the lid off. Um, just to the right of that is a, is a ladder that leads up to a first floor walkway that goes all the way around the edge of the warehouse. And then if you look, if you were to turn your body right around, you can just see some random machinery that's just there 
you're not too sure why it's there, you're not really too sure what it does, but it's there. What would you two like to do? So we haven't seen the others yet. No, no. You can't even hear them. So I think Mark is still like trying to like whisper call for them because it, you know, it doesn't know where they're gone. So he's still going, Cicero, Crafter, bloody hell are those two? Um, can you just do it? Can both of you do a listen roll for me? No, no. Oh, look at that. Wow. Marcus and Wilfred, you both look at each other for a second and sort of be like, can you hear that? And what you can hear is what sounds like childlike giggling coming from the first floor. <laughs> you, can, you, 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 can, you can hear it. You can hear it. It's over in the far corner, but definitely on the first floor. What would you like to do? Marcus, can, can you hear that? Creepy childlike giggling. Yeah, I know that creepy childlike giggling anywhere. Should we play along and humour him? <laughs> Marcus <laughs> takes a long look at the rifle and then goes, no, no, we're here on a, we're here on a mission. <laughs> he says to himself, like, no, no, I, I mustn't. I, must. I mean, no, no, we've got a mission to do. <laughs> well, the way I see it, he's going to try and jump out and scare us anyway. He's been uh, through a lot. Fine. Puts the rifle away. Please don't fine. shoot. Yeah, let's, let's, let's walk real unsubtle. Cool, blimey. I hope we don't get jumped or anything. That would be rubbish. So you guys you guys make your way up the ladder and you walk around the walk. You, you make your way around the walkway and you see the door to the office open and you can see through the window Craster is like rifling through the uh, through the um, through the drawers and you uh, step through into the office bah. Ah. 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 <laughs> oh. you, you got us good there prof I got it I got you never expect it uh. <laughs> What have you two found? Uh, books. Crash the Not again. I'm yeah. certain there's something important in this. All right, good stuff. Wolfred and I found a trap door around the back and on the other alley. Um, what are they called? Uh, warehouses. And a couple of tools by the look of it. Yeah. More than a couple. Somebody here. Either stockpiling to send or stockpiling from buying. But there are a lot of guns and a lot of bullets. No, don't tell me there's lots of guns. Yeah, where's my one? Oh, God. You have go one. Now. Yeah, but I haven't had it for like the last three thing, three days. We, nailed we only shot. found two guns and that's all we found, some ammo. Let's... There's no more guns. Well, I'll just there's have no one of yours. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. We'll share the gun. Not having mine. Yeah, not having mine either. Look, I'm just, just, I'm just telling you we'll share the gun. We'll feel right. We're not going to share the guns, obviously. Look at them. Hold on, hold on. Like, one's wearing panties, or one's wearing pantaloons on his Damn head. Damn it, I can't one... hear that. Just being very, very sensible and going through things. You have Are no you reason. Are wearing pantaloons on his Oh, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this goes without saying. Yes, right. I'm just going to sort of look at like, how many of those did you take? No comment. You could this say is why... I have an indefinite supply of them. That would be weird. <laughs> Even more so that more so than usual for you, mate. <laughs> what what do you teach? Uh, I've forgotten now. Um, and anthropology. Right. As as you say anthropology, can you do a constitution roll for me, please? Why? Why? 
<laughs> I'm not the only one that's insane. There we go. Come on, now, let's go pick me off for at least two or three. <laughs> I want to play as, as, as you say that, down. everything start like you see like a shimmer come over uh, Wilfred and Marcus for a second, and then they snap back to uh, to just being being normal again. Um, but it, it's just enough to sort of like stop and your eyes slightly glaze over for a second, and they can both see that something's not quite right. But yeah, but then you're, I mean, they could see that ages ago, but yeah, yeah. Must have been that Thames water. <laughs> you can. Uh, what, what, what are you guys doing? You obviously you've just you just walked come in. To, come to I'm going to come and help Crap and have a little look around. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look around and we, we can go check out this um this thing. See but if there's any paperwork or like human trafficking going on. So we don't know there's anything more to this place yet. Yeah, yeah. All you have is a ledger that you, that no one seems to be able to read yet. Can we not? Can we not read it? Oh, because of accounting. Uh, if you want, I've handed it to you. I said it's important. How long have we been here for now, roughly? You've been there for about 40 minutes. Okay, so we've got plenty of time there. Yeah, do you want me to have a look at the ledger? I've covered a story on a banking scandal a couple of years ago. I know my numbers a little bit. Are you Frank West from Dead... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've covered wars, you know. Nerd. Uh, <laughs> have a little... Jump out of helicopter. Oh, oh, go on. We'll be there for ages. you got to lock it. Yeah, okay, I'll lock that down. Okay, if you take... If you take uh... Yep. Take four off your luck to make Done. it forty forty. Yep. Wilfred, you open up the ledger and you take a look and the numbers seem a little bit strange. It's not what you're used to from when you've seen this sort of stuff before, but you after like a minute or two, you actually make sense of it. And what you can see is a list of goods out and goods in, and you can see where they've gone to. Okay. And a few a few of these actually stand out to you. The first one is Goods Out, Westminster, Houses of Parliament. Okay. The second one from that that you see is Goods Out to British Museum. Uh... Underneath that, what appears to be a couple of days later, you have Goods In from British Museum. Is there anything saying who signed for it? Uh, there's no signatories or anything, just just dates and uh, and prices. And the last one you see, you glance down the page and you you go back a couple of pages, is goods out to Croydon, and in brackets it has Surrey Street, and that's, that's Surrey Street is where the mansion was, right? That's where we started. Yeah, so I'll kind of share this to the guys. And um, it would appear well, well, uh, the, other the mansion wasn't friends. in Surrey Street, but. But Croydon Central Station at the time isn't too far from from uh, from where Surrey Street is. So it looks like the British Museum made a rather large purchase and sent back from this company. I think it's fair to assume that our other professor friend was involved. <laughs> Clench my fist. I bloody hate that bastard. Don't know why Marcus hates him so much. But Marcus just really doesn't like Monroe. Well, I guess he's he killed the coppers. Yeah, he yeah, killed yeah. coppers and he jerked us around in a really big way. That might have been the mummy, though. Under Monroe's guidance, I'm sure. Monroe. Maybe. <laughs> you just have flashbacks to him saying, you thought it was the mummy, but it was me! Monroe! <laughs> <laughs> You're just imagining the moment in your head and he's like standing on a, like a rock, like somewhere up, up high, <laughs> surrounded by mummies. I see Monroe taunting me <laughs> every night. Because I could have, because think about it, I could have caught him there and then. Yeah. Like I had him right there. And I knew there was something about him, but I couldn't prove it. And now he's off killing young ladies and all that. So, yeah, Monroe is, is uh, does, does haunt Marcus a bit. 
So with this startling revelation from the ledger, and after a few more minutes of rifling through the the uh, cabinets and going through some paperwork, you don't really spot anything else that, that seems to be of value. And so Marcus, you, Marcus and Wilfred, you lead the other two round to the goods in warehouse and to the trap door. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Uh, Craster wants to sneak down and look at the um, steam machine. So the rest of you can go off from that. Craster wants to uh, have some uh, closer looks at that. Okay. Well, we'll stick with Craster for a second. Craster, this machine that's in front of you, it's, it kind of looks like someone's just stuck it there, like they felt like there should be some sort of machinery in, the, in, the, in there. It doesn't actually seem to connect to anything. If you want to do a spot hidden for me... Can I do something I'm good at instead? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, no, you're not spot nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it just looks—it just looks like a random machine. It just looks like a random machine that's just in. I mean, you're meant to be good at lock picking and climbing, but <laughs> I'm not going to let that go, are you? <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't look really. It it doesn't doesn't necessarily look out of place, but at the same time, you've got no idea what it is. Are, are, are there wheels and dials and levers and things on it? No, not really. I mean, it's got sort of like a cylindrical barrel, if you like, in the middle with like some pipes coming out of it and like some metal box bits and some tubes and stuff. Is, is, is there um, any taps on it or anything that Craster could just turn in the hopes that he's messing with it and he's going to break it? No, no, it just looks like I, it's I been can't placed even there. fuck up its settings. I can't no. even you know, make its keyboard inverted or anything. Have you got any more explosives? No. Th- yes. th- that's not the solution to everything. It's a solution but to yeah, most things. Well, we could have killed Arnold and those guys by now. Craster, do you want to plant explosives on the weird machine? Ho- hold on, hold on. Let's... No, no, we're not with Craster's by himself at the moment. Yeah, so we're not with him. I'm just still no, shouting. I don't want to use my explosives, not when there's several very flammable boxes of packing material right next door. It's, it's a waste. Okay, all right. But none of you know that, so I'm just going to point that one out. None of you have heard that plan, and Cicero hasn't repeated it. So, okay, we're going to cut back to. I mean, Crest is just left there, standing there, like scratching his chin. And we're going to cut back to Marcus, Wilfred, and Cicero now in the Goods Inn office. Before you is a trap door in the floor, and uh, a little ring handle is there that can be used to lift up the trap door. What would you like to do? Open it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, all right then. No, I'm opening it. Yep. Yep. Okay. You open up the trap door and it's dark. There's no light down there. There's like a coolness coming up from from underneath, similar to like that that cool sensation that you that you had when you were in those tunnels underneath Belthorpe Manor, because obviously it's underground, so it's going to be cooler than it is up on street level. Um, not that it's particularly hot anyway. Hmm. Have we actually gone down, down the trap door? No, we've just opened it. At this I'm gonna, point. Yeah, I'm going to just toss something down because I can't see all the way down, right? No. Instead of tossing there, something, there is there is a ladder that goes down. Okay. I'm just going to toss something down real quick. See how far it goes. It's a bit of that lock that we kicked off. Okay. You 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 kick the lock down. It sounds like it's about a seven foot drop. Okay. And as That's the lock sort of like hits with a dull thud on the earth floor, you kind of hear some shuffling down there. Okay. All Let's right. Not. Please. 
There is something down there. Literally. We need to know what it is. Right, exactly. Marcus, you go first. Of course. Of course. But actually, you know what? Actually, Hang on, yeah. let's make, let's make some, um, some let's make some uh, uh, torches. Yes. We can use so the packing material. Perfect flower. I'm all packing material. Yeah, right now. You were going to say it's all right. Packing material in the boxes. <laughs> oh, Krista, be... what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Krista, where'd you come from? Krista <laughs> just seems to be like has, has made his way to the goods inn, and he just seems to be like leaving straw, like a straw trail behind. Oh, him. oh great! He brought some with him. Even easier. Oh, Krista. Oh, Brilliant, thanks. Take it off him. Great, Marcus. I needed to borrow your lighter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we have the same idea. Marcus is not paying attention to what Crashter wants. He's just making a torch with. What have I got left? I've got two truncheons. I'll use the truncheon. Well, you've got a crowbar as well, but that might get really hot and then burn your hand. Yeah, I don't use that. I'll, I'll use this truncheon. I've got two of them. Say, so, chaps, uh, has anyone truncheon. fired a rifle before? Who do we think is going to be the best shot should this Me. thing not be friendly? I've got. I've got... Well, I've got, that, uh, you're a good shot with shotguns, uh, or hunting guns, I think. I mean, I've even used my sh- my rifle and my shotgun for ages. I hate to say it, but Cicero is the only one of us actually fired a gun. I've got 65 in it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I've got 20. What? Yeah, same, same, same. yeah, but is it is it is it firearms rifle or firearms shotgun that you got 65 Rifle in? slash yeah, shotgun. Yeah, rifle slash shotgun. Okay, okay, cool. Well, then you're fine then. Do you know what? Honestly, I'm starting to think we should just give get a gun each. And just be careful. It's not that bad an idea. Well, I mean, I think, I'm not really useful for a I whole think, lot. All right. <laughs> it this, sounds a bit crazy. Maybe I should kind of be a bit of bait. A, what? Why? So, well, you're so, all good shots. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Marcus is right. But let's put it this way. The, I think that we should all be getting a gun purely because this this is brutal. And they don't just give you the option of everyone taking a gun for no reason. Oh, that's 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 weirdly game sounding rather than role play sounding. Oh, yeah, that was out. That was out of right. Yeah. Out of, <laughs> yeah. Marcus oh, is He could probably quite easily break the fourth wall. You don't find a safe point before you walk into a boss fight. Is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. No, that seems like fair thinking. Though we should probably all let's divvy up some rifles. Yeah. Let's let's all go and get rifle ammo. Yeah. Okay, um, Marcus, you head back out to uh, to the crates and you know do it as quickly as quietly as possible because it's now it's now getting uh, it's now about half four. Mm. Um, so you lift the lid up, grab a couple of rifles, grab grab another box of ammunition, and uh, make your way as quickly and quietly back as you can to right. to the goods in warehouse. Toss everybody where... a rifle and uh, give it. I start to go on the ladder, give him a nod, a nod, and say, uh, "All right, lads, down we go." And slide down the ladder. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of Spectre and the Fog. Back on the case. Tracks used in this episode are... Abandoned Windmill from TabletopAudio.com Until next time, my friends. Keep investigating.